Matcha tea, public enemy fear of a black planet, vegan pad thai. Beats and Eats, the podcast, Old Head Ed, back at it, back at it again. Thank you for joining another week, another episode in. Uh, this episode, uh, we're going to get to know uh, someone who's going to bless bless, uh, bless me, bless the listener with uh, newfound information. Um, curious about this and how this works. Uh, but before he tells the story, once again, this segment is sponsored by Storytellers. That's right, Button Poetry and Ring the Bell present Storytellers. It's number nine, the ninth chapter. An intimate night of spoken word poetry hosted by none other than Quick the Poet. Shouts to you, Quick L's up. And we got three features, dope features. We're talking about Asia Sampson, my man Blues, and Carlos Robeson. Now, where can you check this out? Yo, it's at the Main Street Players Theater. It's in Main Street of Miami Lakes at 6766 Main Street. October 26th. Make sure you get your tickets. To get the tickets, you go to eventbrite.com. That's eventbrite.com, just to make it clear. So with that, my man I'm going to talk to today, he's a, he's a, a, a culinary infusion wizard, and we're going to get to know a little more about what goes into that. For that, I brought my man onto the show, none other than Slug. What's good, Slug? Peace, peace, my brother. Good to see you, bro. It's been a minute. It's yeah, been a minute. It's been a little minute. For real, for real. So, Slug, when we talk about culinary infusion, um, give us a little bit about what, what that means. Well, basically, it's um, taking cannabis okay. and you infuse it with fats to um, cook with. Okay. You just make dishes with the uh, infused fats. Nice, nice. Now, most dishes, is there a, a limit as to what you can do with these dishes? I mean, I, I don't know if all dishes have fats. <laughs> um, pretty much, there's a limit to what, well, not really because um, there's different ways you can infuse. You can even infuse liquids. Okay. So. Oh, really? So you don't have to necessarily go off of something that has fat in it? Nah, because you could go with... Um, well, my method, because I, I do vegan, um, I use vegetable glycerin. Okay. That's another thing you can use to infuse. Ah, okay, and okay. You use that, and you can make tinctures and all that, so it, like you can measure your dosage like by drops. Okay. So, what's the, um, so now I know recently there's been an explosion as far as CBD oils. When you're saying tinctures, I'm thinking a lot of, a lot of people roll up, get kombucha tea, and then they'll put a couple of drops of CBD. What's the difference between the CBD tincture, let's say, and what you're infusing? Well, my infusing has the psychoactive property. That has THC in it. Oh, okay. So, Which is not present in the CBD. No. Okay. So you're going to feel the psychoactive properties of marijuana. Okay. Tight, tight. Now let's go back a little bit. <clears throat> let's go back a little bit. Uh, when did you get, gain this interest into cooking to begin with? Well, shoot. Um... I would say I started before I actually moved to California, which would be like 2009. Okay. Around there. Okay. And like just hanging out with friends. 
trying new things. That's basically how I got interested in it. Were 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 you cooking stuff before then? That was just just like in the kitchen, busy. Not actually not. Really? Actually not. <laughs> that's the funny thing. It's just learning on the fly. Really? Yeah. Like my first few things. I mean, they came out decent, but. It was like a learning process, yeah. basically, because it was just like trying to figure it out on the fly. Okay, okay. Now, did you ever whip up, like, let's say you was at home by yourself, did you whip up, like, some breakfast, or? I've done that before. Yeah, I yeah. I whipped up breakfast. I mean, I've done meals, like, okay. actually, like, infused meals. Like, I've done baked mac, I've done um, seaton that's infused. Seaton? What's seaton? Uh, it's like a protein. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like tofu, but it isn't. It's not no. Oh, not see, tofu. okay, but they, they it's it's spelled seitan, right? Right, it's right, right, right. Okay, right. now I know what you're talking about. Right, okay, right. okay, yeah, dope, dope. Um, <clears throat> so you started, uh, you started off trying things. It's crazy because you say before then you wasn't really into cooking. No, I wasn't even into cooking at all. Like, be honest with you, I wasn't into cooking at all. And so, so for my people out there that think, ah, oh, you smoke weed, you don't do nothing, you're lazy, look, it's a motivator. Yeah, just, <laughs> I was just on, on the fly, just like one day, oh, let's try and figure out something to do with it. Word. That. So you said vegan, so <clears throat> a lot of the stuff you do is vegan. Have you always gotten down vegan, or is, when did that happen? Well, shoot, um, I've probably been vegan, like, on and off. Okay. Because I, you know, dabbed with um, dairy and stuff. Okay. Then, so, like. On and off for like the last 23 years. Maybe. Wow, that's some time though. Yeah. Even still. They say you suppose, you get like, is it true that in that community it's like, oh, maybe it's a vegetarian thing. You, you're allowed three strikes? I, you know what? <laughs> I never had a strike to be honest okay. with you. Like, so I don't know. It's like I want pretty much cold turkey. Yeah, yeah. Um, hold on, man. Let's hold up. Let's pause for a second and introduce the, uh, the special audience member. Just popped into the podcast live and direct. My man Magnum O. Yo, what's good, party people? Bruce Beats and these alumni. He's been at this before. He knows the deal. And he gonna sit here and uh, and kind of like partake in the set. I'm a fan of Sluggo, man. The sick. Yo, actually, you, you was the one that put me on to Slug. You told um, me that this is the way to do it. So here I am and here we are. The best, yo. Clean. For real, for real. So we was talking, we was talking about, um, <clears throat> we was talking about how like a lot of times vegetarians, they'll talk. They'll say, uh, oh, you know, we get three strikes. In other words, you could fall off. Yeah. They're like, oh, I would fall off. But you, you haven't fallen off. You just went I cold was, turkey at times. I was pretty hardcore, like, on myself about it. Like, I didn't want to feel like I was half-stepping. Ah, uh, yeah, so okay. I was really hard on myself. But I used to see, like, people that grew up vegetarian, like, cheating all the time. I used really? I laugh at that. <laughs> like, yo, you was raised vegetarian and you cheated. Damn. Yeah, you can't. It's too much temptation. Uh, too facts. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> so before 23 years ago, what was the diet like it was your typical uh typical caribbean diet everything. okay okay everything, everything on the food chain yeah <laughs> hey now have you brought some of that with you as far as the caribbean um most definitely okay most definitely like something off the top you think that uh as a matter of fact i made guava pastries a couple weeks ago nice nice yeah. damn you can't find on those yeah for real, for real and these are infused too yeah vegans so, at that Vegan infused, bro. That's 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 a double threat right there. That's yeah. a double threat, for real, for real. Um, and uh, so so twenty three years you've been at it. You ended up in Cali in Cali two thousand nine, and then you you along with a couple of people decided like yeah let me start let me start trying things out. 
Uh, and nah, when I was in California, the funny thing about it was I was so headstrong on just getting in the, the cannabis culture. I never really flourished in the edibles. I started that like towards the tail end of me coming back to Oh, really? Me. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like real close to getting my products like in like stores and all that. People were like, oh, you got to get it tested and all that. I'm like... Yeah, because the FDA regulations and yeah. all that other. So I was like, all right, cool. And then it's just like, you know... Coming back over this way, I was like, let me try and focus, and then, you know, situations happen. Yeah. What was the first dish you remember uh, preparing that was infused? Uh, one of the muffins we had one time when we was down here. Muffins, some strawberry muffins. Okay. Strawberry yeah. muffins. Yeah. Damn. How they how they turn out? My man, he just, I, he's got a great hand for Yo, you got hands, bro. The All I know is everybody was asleep around by the time I was <laughs> yeah. It's clean. When you eat his food, bro, it's just clean. You, you don't even you don't taste feel, it. You, you don't, don't feel it. like when it's a pastry. You know how you feel when you eat a pastry? You're like, yeah. Nah. Bro, give me that crash. It's clean. Nah. Clean. For real. Healthy. For real. You feel like you just ate a fruit. Wow. My man. Like something so natural is that natural. Banana, that banana cheesecake, my G. Yes, that that got a that got a shout out on the on uh, on the episode the bodega the bodega the chronicles bodega. with Magnamo for real for real. So you started off with the we started off with muffins and then you said all right, what's the next thing I'm gonna challenge myself with? Oh man, the next thing I did I, I made a birthday cake because somebody had the muffins and they were like, yo, oh, I <laughs> need a I need a cake. Damn. So I made a cake for a party. Multi layer. Yeah, two double layer chocolate. And the f icing and everything had um nuts. In it. Yeah. Damn. So it was like that is wild. Over the top. That party was pretty over the top. Everybody was pretty. Lit. <laughs> it was a real celebration. Yeah, like it was a real celebration. Everybody was pretty lit. <laughs> real for real. That's wild. And then at what point did you um so vegan? I imagine so he's like you talk about seitan, um, uh, tofu. I could probably like fry it in some infused oil. Okay. Okay. And it'll still like it'll get potency from it. Okay. You can pretty much fry anything. You make tostones if you want anything, to. Yeah, anything. Anything you fry. Um anything like pancakes. Really? Well you gotta put down some grease at the bottom just yeah. to get the crisp on it. Wow. Cookies, crispy treats, ice cream. Okay. Some green tea, ice cream. With I, I've made um, lemonades. Okay. That's right, because you did mention you could put yeah. it into liquid form, too. Right. Nice, nice. Lemonades are a hit, though. Is it? Yeah, it's a hit. It's so refreshing. Yeah. Hey, they say lemonade is a popular drink, and it still is. Yes, it still is. <laughs> it's a fact. That is so dope. All right, cool, cool. So, so on the tail end of you being out in Cali, <clears throat> you, started, you started messing around. You was getting a good reaction. People was really feeling it. Um, and then, uh, and then you made your back, your way, your way back east and, uh, and it just picked up from there. Like you just continued to, to cook different things and just getting special orders from different people. I got like different clients and you know, they just, they like what I do. So yeah. they just, they just continue to support that wow. just keeps me going. That's dope. That is dope, man. That's something else. So you got... Now, now, would you recommend sitting down to a dish? Because we, we're, we're going to talk moderation. We're going to talk about the, the effects that people feel since we, we are getting some of the psycho effects of it. Um, do you recommend sitting down to a plate 
of uh, a, a, a plate of, I don't know, whatever, anything warm, and then a cup of lemonade that's infused? Like, at what point do you say, all right, you know, just have some of this, don't have some of that? It all, I, I always say it depends on the person and what their experiences are. Okay. Because, like, more experienced people know, like, they could probably take it. It's just, okay, I need to sit my ass down. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be out there trying to fucking drive the Indy 500. Yeah. Well, the, for real. Yeah. So they have to have some, they have to have some wherewithal. Self-restraint. Yeah, exactly. Self-restraint. Or know how much they can and can't do. For real. Man. How's because it? you're definitely, like, the, the worst reaction you're going to get is sleep to me. I've okay. heard people have, like, panic attacks and mm -hmm, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I've never had that in my life. I yeah. don't know anybody that's had one around me. Okay. But I know people that have said that they've had them. But yeah. I've never seen it. Okay. So I can't say it. Like, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never seen it. Yeah, yeah. For real. Like, and, yeah. I mean, and, I, and like you said, if they don't have self-awareness, they're probably... You're more likely to find yourself if that's the case. Right. If it does happen, you're you're more like more than likely. You went to find over yourself. the top. Yeah. You was doing too much. Right. Maybe you shouldn't have had the the, the lemonade, the, the 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 pad thai, and the smoothie. Right. <laughs> what I always say is everything ain't for everybody though. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Word. So what's uh what's something like an introductory version of of something like if somebody, um, for whatever reason, whether health issues or whatnot already partakes in, in cannabis and then they're looking to get into something that's edible, not smoked. Uh, but they're not sure how... how I'd start with tinctures. Tinctures, okay. That's the best way to start. And it's and it's pretty good as far as measuring because then right. at least you, you, know, dropper. you know... You can keep count. I, I could go one drop, I could go two drops. I always say start with two. Okay. And then you can go from there. If you're not really feeling anything, you could three drops. Ah, see. That's, that's a good measuring... Um, a, a template, I guess, or a, a measuring uh, device for figuring out where you stand right. and where you can go from there. Dope, dope. Damn, chocolate cake, <laughs> frosting, right down to the yeah, frosting. Man, you made everything. Strawberry. I made guava cheesecakes, guava pastries. Wow. Damn, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what else. Uh... Lemon cake. See, lemon yeah, loaf. Lemon yeah, lemon lemon cake is dope. That was one of the most recent party favors I did a lemon. No, I actually did the strawberry cake recently, and then I did the lemon loaf before that for a party. Okay, and all, everybody came back, was loving it. Everybody, yeah, everybody's like, yo, I, I got people begging me for you. I'm like, damn, like, just keep it in house. Yeah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> you're not at that part of the journey. Nah, do, do you plan it, on getting? Is that is that something? I mean, it is. It is because like. Hopefully the law has changed down here somewhat. Okay, and they say that we're on our way. I mean, from from my South Florida listeners, right now it has become legal, but on the medicinal side, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. And a lot of people say that that's kind of like the that's kind of like the first step. And then even with those laws, it's gray areas. Like mm. there's no really no laws in place for like edibles. Like, okay. And now it's like they're finally allowing you to burn the flower. Like they didn't allow you that to do that. Just before. the flower, not even. Yeah, you couldn't have the flower itself before now. Yeah. Before you could have it like in a concentrated base or something like that. Vapors. Vapors and like they had their own oils or something like that. What down here? Yeah. Yeah. The CBD. That was it. But it was straight off the flower. Straight off the flower. Yeah. Well, it was. Yeah, they produced it here. Okay. That was it. It was CBD. Yeah. Dope, dope. Not even, you know, CBD. That's it. 
Yeah, which I, which in itself, I mean, I hear people talk all the time about the the just the um. The on a, on a health aspect, yeah, it's good. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's that's good what I was getting to. Whether it's up. like you know physically applying it, or like I said earlier, like dropping it into a, a, a drink that you're having. Um, I hear a lot of people say it's really good for that. Um, and the crazy thing is like, and this is, I guess we'll get to that point eventually, but how does, um, it's probably actually something I look into is, um, how does, um, weed or weed becoming legal, marijuana becoming legal affect, uh, ap- applying at jobs? Like is the, or is the workforce, it's, I guess at some point, it's not going to change that. No. Nah, Cause I mean, the I, workforce is always going to be the workforce. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Look, my thing is like, it's like, is a job gonna say, well, now it's legal here, but it's still you're working for that corporation. They could come up and make the rules and say, hey, listen, we know it's legal here. We just don't want to have you as a liability. You know what I'm saying? I mean, most corporations, if you look at it on the aspect of like history, mm-hmm. who who runs them? Talk about the white man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know what I mean? When you think about it. No, it's people that come from money. People that have been that have been in positions of power, like, it's been handed down. Right, and most of that is, like, they're trying to keep certain people away from that. Yeah. Like, they don't want certain people to have power. So if you have something in place where you could keep certain people out. Yeah. That's partaking in certain type of lifestyle, you're going to keep that in place. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's like, if you've been using that as the reason as to why... You're not bringing people in. You'll find yeah. a way to keep that as the reason why, Correct. D- despite the fact that now it's not. It's culturally accepted. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I see that. I see that. And they'll probably hit it on, like I said. They say, "No, it's a liability it's, issue. It's, we can't insure you." And they make money off of it at the end of the day. They'll, For real. They'll, they'll invest in the businesses. Yes. Yeah. And and, and, and not a lot side. of people that that spend money in those businesses come work for them. That's, ain't that something else, bro? <laughs> that, but that's a whole other podcast. Because I mean, I've seen this firsthand really? in California. So okay. That's why, I, like, that was like a template to see how the business was going to be once it gets legal. That's yeah. A aspect. Wow. And you've seen it happen. Yeah. That, that's something else, man. That's something else. So right now, it's, it's all in-house. Um, you keep it to the, the people closest to you. They hit you up. You're like, yo, I need a... Uh, I need a, I don't know, the vegan lasagna infused, and it's like, yeah. Give me a day. Okay. Damn. How long does it take for you to, from once, once they hit you with a request, and if it's something you've never prepared before, how long, what's the process like between, like, okay, I got the idea in front of me, how do I go about this to the point where it becomes reality? A day tops. Really? That's dope. That's dope. Because I I get motivated when somebody gives me something new to work on. Ah. For instance, I got an order for lemon bars. Never made lemon bars in my life. (laughs) They were ready that same day. Damn. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I need to to get them done. Okay. And that's how you... So now, you never made lemon bars before. I'm sure you don't go to a... You're not going to a recipe book that includes lemon bars that have... That are infused. So you got to take the lemon bar recipe and and then... Add in my my little twist to it. Okay, damn. Yeah, I can see. I see that that could be a challenge. It's like at times it is, times it isn't. Like okay. If, like the thing that makes some recipes hard is if they're oil free. Mm, okay. Some recipes because like glycerin and like because it has like a water base. Okay. It doesn't really mix good with everything. Like 
So it ended up separating. Right. It, okay. It fractionates. Like, yeah. Okay. Damn. Was is there one thing that you done and it didn't come out quite like you expected? Gummies. Uh, vegan gummies. They're hard to make. Yeah. They come out like more like fruit fruit treats, right? They're like, like fruit, fruit roll ups or fruit, something? Or fruit like juice. Oh like okay. Like those like vitamins, like the vitamins that they sell. They come out like those, like those fruit chew vitamins. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it, it's not necessarily uh, the, the gummy the bear gummy texture. It's like soft. Mm. Almost on a on borderlining on a, like a taffy or something like that, where it's yeah. it don't have that chew. Like a jello it. almost, but like a hard jello. Ah, okay. Like hard guava. Like the hard guava jelly. Like the paste, right? Yeah. Like the guava. Uh, okay, okay. I got you. I got yeah, you. Hard, like hardened paste. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so the gummies is gummies is a tough one to pull off, for sure, for sure. Cause you need gelatin. That's gummies for some reason they just need gelatin. And gelatin is is a pork byproduct, right? So that it's like a bone bristle byproduct. They a use bone? whatever edible. Ah, and then that negates the whole vegan thing. So right, ah, stay away from it. I hear you. I hear you. But I mean, people still like. The vegan gummies for some reason I don't know. It's still <laughs> I was like, it's not a gummy, but it works. Yeah, like they knock. Yeah, well, they they you know they kind of dub it. They I imagine they take it under their wing. Like, well, this is our gummy. It's yeah. not like a regular gummy, but <laughs> but yeah, it's, it still knocks. It does the job for real. Dope, dope. So we got to learn a little bit about Slug. He put us on to where <clears throat> where he started off at. What motivated him back then? And what's got him motivated now as far as the challenges that he's um, he's given uh, every so often as far as producing a culinary delight that is infused. So with that, um, now that we got the official business out the way, we're going to get into the rest of the podcast, which is the brews, the beats, and the eats. I should have probably said this in the beginning. For those of y'all who are joining us for the first time, brews, beats, and eats is pretty much what it is. We, got, we have a guest, someone who um, takes the time to sit down and talk it up with me. And then I'll uh, pour a couple beverages for them, some drinks. If they, uh, it's usually a beer. If they don't drink beer, we usually get some type of brewed tea uh, or what have you, and uh, we get their opinion on it. And then eventually we get into the music, which is the beats portion. Um, we talk about what they listening to, uh, what they like, what they don't like, and then uh, the last but not least, we cap it off. With the eats portion, the eats is pretty much what they like to eat, their favorite meal. So, like I said before, this is going to be an eat-heavy episode, but nonetheless, a dope episode. And I don't mean that in puns, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just a dope episode. So, then again, Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, all headed in the house. I got Slug and I got my man Magnum on with it. See y'all on the other side. I'm feeling adventurous, maybe I'll try something new about a lager or porter, Pilsner, Belgian or Stout. Bruce Beats and Eats, the podcast, old head ed. We're in the brew segment. Still got slug with me. Special guest, uh, special guest audience member Magnamo, and um, this is the brews portion. Uh, for those who know, this is where we uh, have the guests sample a couple different brews. For those who don't know, this is where we have guests sample a couple of brews. All right. So um, in this situation, we've we've uh, we've encountered this situation before. Um, our guest slug doesn't drink beer, but you know, around here, we still make things happen. We bring it right back to the brew teas. So with that, I got four brew teas. I'm gonna have Slug try them out, taste them, give him a give him a second of swirl, and uh, and let us know what he thinks about them. Are you a big tea drinker, Slug? Definitely. Yes. Uh, favorite tea? Uh, or the one you find yourself drinking more often? 
Like uh, chamomile. Chamomile, yes, dope. That's a, that's a classic. That's a staple in the in the Hispanic households too. Yeah, uh, they used to whip up them chamomile. You wasn't feeling good, my, yeah. or, or the manzanilla is yeah. like that was the other one. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, I, I mean, usually I go into like uh, earliest beer memory. Have you ever drank beer before? Most definitely. Okay, let's let's just bless the folks with a little anecdote of the earliest beer memory. Uh-huh. First time you tried a beer, what beer was it? The first scenario. Time I tried a beer. First time I tried a beer, probably was a Budweiser. Okay. At a party, like an old folks party. Okay. <laughs> they they went with the classics, so you yeah, went with the classics. That wasn't the business. No, it wasn't it. Yeah, that wasn't the business. When you first tasted it, you realized, oh, this ain't for me, or nah, nah. That one wasn't for me. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I tasted it, I spit it right back Oh, up. for real. The first did you, time. Did you ever uh, develop a taste for beer? Definitely. Okay, and when throughout, you... Throughout my older years. Okay, and and at that point, what was it? What was the beer that you said, all right, this ain't bad. This, I'm not going to spit this my one out. My beer to go to was probably um, ales. Like, um, okay. I liked um, probably um, Bread Strike. Okay. Dope, dope. Our recent lager, lager. Oh, the lagers too. Lager. Lagers, yeah. Lager, yeah, the lagers. Okay, yeah. You can't go wrong with a light, refreshing, crisp lager. Uh, it's funny. A couple episodes back, we had um, Conscious Kings. Shouts to Conscious Kings. Um, they were able to bless me with uh, with two red stripes live from Jamaica. One of them was a sorrow flavor. And the other one was a lemon paradise. Dope. Yeah, so I was able, so I was able to bless two different guests with each one. It was, it was good. It was good. Um, a little sweeter than I like my beer to be, and yeah. I'm a fan of the ciders, but it was a little sweeter than I like. But definitely, it was really dope sampling and tasting it. Like, okay, this is something we don't even get on this side. So, right. for real, for real. So with that, let's get into the tasting, the sampling. The first one I'm gonna send your way is the Atai. And I hope I'm pronouncing these right. I butcher these things because it's not something I'm familiar with. But um, there's only about 18 people listening, I think, right about now. And that's like double digits. I'm proud. But uh, <laughs> but but if they start sending me hate mail saying, you're pronouncing it wrong. That's not what it's called. But nevertheless, I'm going to hand you that one right there. That one is the Atai. While you sip there, I'm going to break it down a little bit. It's an energizing Moroccan iced tea. Um, it's got a spicy lemon ginger uh, feel to it, apparently. Now, now I don't have a research and development department, so I'm just writing stuff that I see on the bottle. The bottle says it, so therefore, that's what it is. But what do you think about that one? Um, it's alright. Okay. Let me ask you a question. I like the I like the the idea of the tea. It just lacks a little sweetener. Okay. Okay. But it's good. Okay. The, Maybe um, a little agave, like a drop or two. Ah, nice, nice. Well, it's a little sweet, but it's not overpowering yeah, because you still want to keep some of the elements the that are in The original taste. Nice. The original taste is popping. Though. Okay, okay. Like, yeah. Dope, dope. Um, I, it says energizing. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a better option. If you're looking for energizing drink, it's better than a... than A uh, well, ginger. The ginger, Okay. Yeah. It's a lot better than having a uh, a Red Bull or a, one of these, you know, over caffeinated uh, sugary drinks. But um, they use green tea. Yeah, a little bit of everything on that. <clears throat> so that's the Atai. Um, 
the next one I'm gonna move on to. I actually got the cap right here. The next one I wanna, I'm gonna move on to. Um, this was the I called it EVT last time, and uh, my guess was like EBT. I was like, nah, nah, it ain't, it ain't EBT. It might be, and I, I thought about it. It might even be Evy. It's E V Y T, and uh, that one is a cold brew hibiscus. I'm gonna give you a chance to um, taste that one. Let me know what you think. So that's EVT or EVT. Uh, the label says EV or Evy is life. I don't know if that's a translation of from another language. That's what life is, but uh, that's what it says on the label. Maybe somebody came up with a clever catchphrase. What do you think about that one, Slug? This one's a little bit better than the first one. Okay. A little sweeter. Okay. Not too sweet, but sweet enough. Yeah. Are you I like a, the hibiscus flavor too? That yeah, I think the hibiscus does it, which is. I, from what I found out was like it's pretty much sorrel, right. which is what Jamaicans make teas out of. Right. They make the drinks out of in the, the um in this during the season, the holiday seasons. So they get down. So I was like, ah, I learned something new. Yeah, this is pretty good. Okay, okay. The hibiscus, the cold brew. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big coffee drinker, so I'm not exactly sure what um what the uh um what effects cold brew has on a drink. I don't know, maybe somebody has sent me a DM or sent me a link to something where I can read up on it a little more, but I'm not sure. I don't know, we've been drinking iced tea all our lives. I used to make my iced tea at home with the, the Lipton bags. Yeah, yeah, and drop it in a container, put it out in the sun. Did you, you yeah, got down like yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. yeah, I remember. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, Yeah, what's the, I guess cold brew, if you throw it in there with a bunch of ice, maybe, that's that might be it. I don't know, I don't know what determines that. Yeah, for I just sure. I just thought like the certain temperature, like maybe you get it, put it in the fridge or something. <laughs> yeah, cold brew. Cold brew. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go with that, man, because ain't nobody gonna tell us we're wrong, right? So, uh, oh, we, I wanted to ask. Well, like somebody told me the other day, Google it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't got no research department. You know what I'm saying? These these you know, people come through and they want to know things, and I was like, all right, just don't come here for like. Yeah, too much education. You might yeah. find out something, but it ain't. <laughs> it, it ain't that. It ain't water cooler talk. Yeah, yeah. You, don't don't walk into a room thinking you know what you're talking about just because you heard it here. <laughs> Bruce beats and needs shout outs to us. <laughs> Before we get into the next two teas, I wanted to ask: um, uh, pouring a tincture or dropping tincture tincture into a drink, whether it's a tea or whatnot, um, how much effect does that have on the taste of the tea, or does it have any effect? It does. Okay. If if it's unsweetened, you're gonna taste it. Okay. But if it's sweetened, depends on how sweet it is. You're probably not gonna taste. You're gonna it neutralize good. the taste a little yeah. more. Okay. Okay. Like, what I try to do is like per let's say per tablespoon of liquid that I use or mm -hmm. like. Infused, I'll try to match it with like a tablespoon of agave. Okay. To mask it a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, but not to not to. But well, I mean, I imagine it'd be um. You want to have. Uh, maybe how I refer I phrase this. Um, is there a risk of that if it's too sweet, people will keep adding drops, thinking. Oh no! But you figured you. Know, I know my my yeah. limit is two drops. I ain't gonna go no right. matter what it tastes like. Okay. Exactly. Or like when I make my drinks, like mm -hmm. people know they're a little heavier. Like they're probably like a tablespoon of of the tincture of the glycerin. Of like the glycerin. This, okay. Like pure glycerin, not even the tincture, because tinctures are watered down. 
Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, so now so, we're talking levels. Yeah, now you're like up there a little bit. Yeah. One 12 ounce will probably put you down. Like really? You split that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there's rules to this. It's yeah. like, you don't want to get carried away. Nah. You know, no like, matter how refreshing. That's like a teacher bottle, basically. Ah, yeah, like, okay. You don't really go around drinking the whole tincture when you buy it. So, like, you probably wouldn't want to drink the whole lemonade when you get it. Okay. A sip here, a sip there, and... Uh, half of it. Wow, okay. Half of it. Because it's, it's... Remember, you got water, lemon... Yeah, so there's other elements in there. Fruit. Mm-hmm. Sweetener. Okay. But... It's cool. I like it. Yeah. For me... I don't know about everybody else, but like... But somebody for the first time, you suggest what? Maybe have uh, a... couple sips. A couple sips. Not, yeah. even, not even get into the whole cup territory. Just be... But see, I've given somebody a bottle and I've told them, yo, just chill with it. Yeah. The girl called me back was like, I'm at the stoplight right now and I don't know if I should go or stop. <laughs> yo... No, no, no! Don't do not on a thirsty day. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> yeah, nah. that's not what it it's is. not. It's not here to satisfy the thirst. Nah, I mean if you're if you're an enthusiast, <laughs> okay. you're gonna take it as a thirst quencher. Yeah, damn. Oh, but I told her take it lightly. Don't don't. I was like, don't drink past the neck. And and that was something she, she didn't heed. She did not yeah, heed that she advice. Did not heed the advice. So yeah, she didn't take it lightly. So she was stuck in the light. She got stuck at a light. She was at the fork in the road. Yeah. And went straight. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. Dope. Alright, so with that, let's get into this third tea. And this is a uh, Tazo. It is a uh is their jasmine green. It is a green tea. It is their green tea. Um that's all the information I got from the bottle. So <laughs> at this point it's 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 all on the uh the taste buds of slug and and uh, his thoughts on it. This one's popping. Okay. A little bit too sweet, but it's popping. What's in this? Jasmine. Mm. I'm sure these cane are some king sugar. Cane uh, yeah. sugar. That's why. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. I can rock with the cane sugar. Cane sugar is good. Yeah, I yeah. can rock with the cane True. sugar. True. True. I, I use cane sugar in my baked goods. All right. Natural sweetener. It's the original. Stay away from that uh, high fructose corn syrups. Yeah, no white sugar either. No, no processed sugar because white sugar isn't vegan. It goes through the boning process. Really? Yeah, they yeah, filter it through like the refining process through a bone. Wow. Yeah. So. Dang, that's some... unrefined sugars. Okay. Okay. Damn, I didn't even know that. Now I'm learning shit on this podcast. Welcome to Bruce Beats and Eats. <laughs> yeah. With that, let's get into the last tea. This is actually a tea soda. Sparkling, sparkling tea. Yeah, exactly. And this is from uh, Tatulia. Tatulia. This looks fancy. Tatulia Organic Tea. It's a tea soda. It, can, it has uh, peach, blackberry, lime, and cilantro in that one. Yeah. You starting to pick up those notes? Nah, this one's popping. Is it? This one's really, really Okay, popping. it's a twist on tea then. It's got a little... It's not your... You know, most of these aren't carbonated like that. Facts. But that's this, a good one. This is tea soda. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it beats soda. I'll tell you that much. Real. Okay. <clears throat> it's a lot. It's the same... Um, 
I've made cilantro and the sodas. That's that's, that's impressive. Funny, I just, got celery soda. You know, it's so crazy. I just made a, a fruit moss with these same ingredients minus the cilantro. Okay. And I might try that next time. What's a fruit moss? Mm. Uh, sea moss. Oh, okay, okay. And a fruit got smoothie. you. Okay, yes. I mm. actually the first time I tried that was at the um, Yellow and Green Farmers Market. Mm-hmm. They had a spot in there. Dread, cool ass dude. And uh, he was like, there was it was the Irish moss, mm-hmm. and the drink. Yeah, that was on point. I was like, that was Super good. Fast. That was real, real refreshing, and, and you felt it. You felt like you walked away from there like the energy. You yeah, feel the, the like vitamins. There is a change happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> dope, dope. That's one of those you definitely suggest to people that are on a vegan diet. Okay, so slug. We ran through the four drinks. <clears throat> you tried each one. Uh, typically, at this point, we ask our guests to kind of rate them. Uh, one through four. Um, where do you where do you think uh, each one lands in in your ranking system? Okay, one through four. Yeah, I'd say for the masses. Mm-hmm. I'd say the Tazo, Tazo. Okay, the Tazo, the Jasmine Green. Number one. The green tea. Okay. That's the top dog. Okay. The. The, the hibiscus. Oh, the Evie, Evie? That's number two. Okay, the cold brew hibiscus the, joint. The tea soda, number three. And the three, all right. And then the first one, yeah, you coming up last. Even the, though you got, yeah, a little, you got something going on, you just need a little sweetener. A little there. sweetener. Just bring it off the ground a little yeah, bit. just a little bit, because it's there. Yeah. Okay, real quick, which is the one you'd bless with a tincture or a glycerin? The one ta- that that tazzle because it got the perfect combo. Okay, it's, it's got the the, the, the king sweet... sugar. The king sugar gives it that. Yeah, like it's not gonna really. It's gonna mask the flavor. Nice. Like okay. that's my thing. I don't really want you to like taste bud. Like when you like yeah. that was the problem for me with edibles when I would buy them in stores. Yeah, over there, like I'd be like, yo, this is like disappointing. It tastes like. Like I'm eating weed, like I'm yeah, eating, yeah. Like eating an ashtray. Yeah, I wouldn't put exactly. I wouldn't put the whole flower in my mouth. Right. So why am I gonna eat an edible that tastes like it? Yeah. And yeah. that was my issue. So okay. My thing is, I want you to enjoy the food. Yes. And the 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 whole experience. Okay, but without feeling like oh, I just bit into a plant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> dope, dope. So y'all heard it here. Slug went through the brood teas. He told you which one was the, the top one, the most popping of all of them, and the least popping. Um, he also told you which one he would actually incorporate a tincture into it. Um, listen, when he tells you, go light on something, don't get stuck at a stoplight because you didn't go light. The neck is the neck. The neck I'm saying. Neck. Yo, Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast. Old head at Slug in here with me. Magnamo, shouts to you. We're going to get into the next one. It's the East segment. No, actually not. Hold up a second. I'm slipping. It's the Beats segment. It rhymes. Peace. Rocking, beats, beats, beats. Rocking, beats, beats, beats. So we be like... Bruise Beats and Eats, the podcast. Oh, head ed. Here we are in the Beats segment. Uh, this is where we discuss our guests' musical tastes, um, what they listen to, what they're listening to, um, so with that, Slug, what are you, what are you listening to nowadays? Uh, Griselda. Griselda. Ah, heavy, you know heavy. What? Okay. Buffalo. Buffalo and Y in the house with that. Yeah. Serious, serious Other cat. Other than that, um, 
Man, it's a lot of young cats that I be listening to, but they're not like what I usually listen to. Okay. But I just like their energy. Yeah. But like, um, they got like this little drill phenomenon going on in Brooklyn right now. And that's okay. What I be listening to like Chef G, Twenty Two G, uh, Chef Chef, yeah, Chef, Chef G. G, Two Two Gs, um. And it's a so what what type what type of it's like drill music like Chicago drill oh like music. oh okay like what Chief Keef and them was doing over there but like Brooklyn it's just different so the slang is different yeah the flow but the the cadence and the beats style, are kind of similar okay yeah, it's their topics yeah oh, okay okay it's wild it's a Never little wild right. yeah it's a little wild true um going back to the uh, Griselda you know what you know what uh impresses me about Griselda is that first person I heard, and I think first, first person most people have heard if they was following them was um, Westside. And they're like, okay, this cat can rhyme. He's dope. And then all of a sudden you find out he has a brother called Conway, the machine. And then he come out and you're like, oh shit, this guy got a little bit better. He got a little bit better. And then you like, hear Benny. And then you hear, exactly. And you're like, yo, what is this? Like, what? How, how, how can it get any better? Yeah. Yeah, it's like what is in the drink in the drinking water out there? Because these cats popping, these cats, and then I find out that you know they're not that young. Nah, these that, kids, these, yeah, these cats are not kids. Raw. These these men yeah. are like mid thirties and brothers are royal and late thirties, and they still putting out a quality uh, and, sound. And they all bounce bouncing back from doing bids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ain't that something? For real, yo, taking that and turning it into something where it's a a positive. Where it's a positive, yeah. Instead of falling back into what it was that got him in there in the first place, it's dope. I salute that. I salute that. Um, what's something? Uh, what's something you you came up listening to like early music influence? Something you um started listening on like your first your I guess your first moment you like heard something that was hip hop. Uh, Public Enemy. Public Enemy. Yeah. Okay. They like they just got me from day one when I first heard Chuck D voice. I was just like, yo. Dude's amazing. Like, it was just, like, commanding. Yes. Yeah. So it made me want to be like that. Yeah, because it was a presence. Like, it wasn't just a voice. It was, like, despite the fact that you didn't have him right in front of you, you heard it. Yeah, and, like, and you, you felt, felt that. For you, real. You felt what he was saying. Yeah. Even if you wasn't on that, you wanted to be on that. Yeah. Yeah. Dope, dope. Um, yeah, I remember... I remember Fight the Power. Even before that, actually, Night of the Living Basshead was... Like, one of the first videos I remember seeing, and I was like, what is it? It was funny, because I think we was at, we was visiting some family. Exactly. And I was, it was, um, I think it was at a family's house, and um, it was later on the night, you know, I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to go down and and, and get involved with what the grown-ups was doing and whatnot, I was like, yo, go that way, and... um, they, they had cable TV, something that we didn't have at the crib. So it just popped on. So it came on. It might have been your MTV raps. I, I don't doubt it. And uh, this this video came on and the imagery was like, yo, like I, <laughs> it actually scared me. Like I was like, exactly. yo, this is a bit frightening. But it's so real. And and I think that's that's the correlation there is that because even nowadays, um, if I'm not really big into horror movies, and but the most realistic ones are the ones that mess with me. You know what I'm saying? True story. Yeah, it's like it's wild. I was like, yo, wait a minute. The, real, the more more possibility of it could be 
happening to you is the 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 gorier it gets. Yeah, yeah. Or it, it, it like really like gets me to a point where I'm like, oh snap, that this this is not right. You like, start getting chills and shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, Public Enemy early on. Uh, Public Enemy. So favorite album you mentioned. Um, Fear, Fear of a Black, Black Planet. Planet. Um, you remember where you was at when that came out? Ooh, I was in middle school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ninety three, ninety two, ninety three. Ninety. I want to say ninety two because it came out before I I finished high school. So I want to say ninety two. Yeah. Ninety two. Middle school. You had and who 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 put you on to this? How did you come on? Just Public Enemy had radio singles. That's the crazy part. Yeah. They were top forty, even though with the shit they were talking about, it was just so crazy to me. White people loved them. Loved them. They were shitting on white people, and white people loved them. It was so crazy to me. Because the children knew it was true, though. Like, so well, when you're talking about government kid, shit, yeah, a lot of that shit is fucked up. They started kid. feeling it. Like, even yeah. the white folks was feeling shit from the government, so they had to be like, yeah, they're yeah. fucking Yeah, yeah. and there's probably a bunch of them. Wrong. Mom and dad were wrong. Yeah, so and there's probably a bunch up. of them that felt like, started realizing it's like, yo, they start treating people like this this way. It's like, what's to say they're going to treat us like that? You know what I'm saying? Or what's the outcome going to be if we treat people like that? Because we're already getting beat up in school. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a whole other twist on it. That's wild. And like, it, they didn't understand like, yo, the the beatings ain't technically coming from. It's like some psychological shit. Yeah. Niggas just hate seeing you. Yeah. And there's like really no motivation behind. I mean, there's no actual hate. Genuine, yeah, hate. It's no you. genuine hate. Niggas do not hate you. Yeah. Wow. It's and it's lack of understanding too. Big Ultimately, time. That's what it comes down to. Big time. Lack of understanding. Lack of education, too. Yeah. That's wild, though. I think you come to think of it, it's like you're in a place where you're supposed to get educated. But you're and lacking, it's lacking it so much. Hard. And then you Real find, life education. Yeah. Deliberately lying to you. That, too. They're just making you a worker. Yeah. And at the same time, when you start hearing music kind of take the lead or take the charge with information, whether you, it's you KRS-One. You start going to seek for yourself. That's it. And you're like, hold up, what's really going on here? I ain't learned this in school. It's really happening. <laughs> yeah. Really it's happening. brought to you with no filter. It's like live and direct. It's brought to you, no, no uh, training wheels or nothing. And of course, it takes time for you to kind of like get the. And then when you go cross reference, you're like, whoa. Yeah. This is some real shit. Which goes to say, it's like I wonder how often kids actually use the 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 um. The, the power, the technology they have in their hands that we didn't have to cross reference. To cross reference, like I, 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 that, that kind of like. Well, this is the era of the receipt. Okay. You have to that, produce receipts. Yes. To, to to call something a fact. Yeah, we're not talking about returning shit to Best Buy. We're talking nah. about like to be real life say, receipts. Yeah, yeah. People I don't want to hear what you got to say. They want you to show them. Wow. Yeah, that's that's something else. Because I think that takes away a bit from the from the OGs. Because it's like a the lot. OGs. Get, it does. It's no OGs right now. Yeah. The kids don't believe in that. That's and that's probably why. Because they're sitting here like, oh, what's this I guy Google. telling me? Google's my OG. Yo, that's wild. That's serious. <laughs> yeah, that's something else. You, you know, you gotta ponder on that. Because that's uh, if you start to break down. And, and, and I told somebody a couple. Weeks ago, Google was lazy scholarship. They told me asking them something like to have a conversation was lazy scholarship. 
what? I was like, you know what? Then we can't really learn from each other like that. Nah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna have a cap on it. It's like an antisocial. That's like antisocial. It's like yo, if you don't want to speak, just say you don't want to talk. Yeah, but that would take talking. Right. <laughs> or or just you know give me the whole don't respond. Yeah, for I sure. I could take that. Yeah, that's wild, man. I think, uh, yeah, man. That that makes a lot of sense. Cause that makes a lot of sense. Google is like, it it could make you smart, but it's a lot of shit on there that ain't true. Yeah, for sure. Just like everywhere. Yeah. You go in a book and read shit that ain't true. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to cross-reference. Yeah, find out who the cro- author is. And then yeah. keep cross-referencing. Like, find shit that has the same information, just cross-reference it with... That, and you pick, and you eventually you'll see the inconsistency Correct. throughout it. For real. Hey, I'm going to challenge any of uh, young rappers, whether you're SoundCloud or not, get on there and do a Google diss track. <laughs> I'd be interested to hear. Also, like, I'm going to battle Google. I'm sure somebody done something like that. You just got to look you, for it. You can't, though. It's too many zeros. It's, ah, yeah. That will affect They got too many people backing them. That's what Google is. It's like yeah. all the people backing them. That's, yeah. All that information is coming from so many places, so... Yeah, it's like sure. infinite the streams of information they're getting. They're picking that shit from everywhere in the world. This is true. This is true. And then at the same time, they're uh, they they want to they're doing this. I mean, even I, I don't know if it's now more than ever, but there's a strong influence of cats putting stuff together just for the strictly for the check. So they're probably more likely to embrace and do an ad for Google, for Google. than they exactly. do a, than they do a diss track. Yeah, but Alexa can still get it though. Yeah. I think I think somebody could, I think somebody could battle Alexa, or maybe that'll be one of the epic rap battles like they got nowadays on YouTube. Alexa it's like, versus Google over Siri versus Siri. Siri. <laughs> yeah, because Google, Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we creating ideas here. Right here. With that, yeah. creating ideas, we're gonna get into this song real quick. I'm gonna play a song for Slug. Slug's gonna listen to it, and then we're gonna come back on the other side, and he's gonna give me his thoughts on it. Bruce Beats and Eats the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Beats and Eats. Um, we just listened to uh, Retropolitan, that Sky Zoo and Pete Rock, the new project coming soon. It's called Retropolitan. This track was called It's All Good. Um, Slug, what, what'd you think? What'd you think of the, the track? I'm biased because I fuck with Sky Zoo, but it was fire. Okay, okay. So official, official, uh, Sky Zoo didn't let nobody down. I imagine no. I, I'm, I'm feeling it too. Oh, oh shouts to, uh, shouts to Chris, Christopher Maria, J. Chris, a.k.a. J. Chris. Uh, he put me on to this song not too long ago. He's a, he's a, a, a devout listener of the podcast. Shout out to you. We're going to have you up here sometime talk about whatever we could talk about. But, um, yeah, he put me on. He sent me sent it over to me, and he was like, yo, a true head would be listening to this right now. And he caught me off guard because I hadn't heard about it yet. But uh, so, so you're biased, but you still think, you know, with that sense of it's it a dope, dope track. It was dope. It, was it, was a, it didn't disappoint me at all. Okay. And uh, we we actually you know we got we was listening to the track and we started we started going off as we listened to the track and started spreading um you know random thoughts and we started discussing um, um Conway's track Bang uh, with the Eminem feature on it and then I ha- haven't heard it yet uh, but you told me that Eminem feels out of place on it um, it's it's not it's not the uh, the right spot for him or he stood out but not for the right reasons I guess. The beat changes completely when he comes on. It just the mood of the song completely changes. 
It wasn't. I don't. If I was, if it was me, I would have released this track without Eminem's verse. Okay. I would have pulled it. And that's saying a lot, being that you're on this label. Yeah, yeah. I would have been like, yo, big bro, I don't think this one's the one. Yeah, or how comfortable would you feel saying something like that? But but he knows what kind of people he's dealing with, though. Like, they're going to keep it real with him. Exactly. I would would hope he'd want that. That, That's true. That's true. Yeah. That it would, it wouldn't, it shouldn't be any other way, especially if you respect. You respect the artist enough to sign them, then you've got to know like, that. I'm not going to be like Royce the 5'9". I'm not going to diss you a couple years ago and then start acting like everything you say is heavenly now. Like, yeah, okay. I, I remember when Royce was dissing him. Was going at him. Yeah. Everybody remembers that. Yeah, I think I think he discussed it. Did he touch on that at the, in the uh, Book of Ryan album? I don't the, even Royce... remember if he did, but it's not... I remember that. Yeah. Uh, so, like... How are you going to be mad at Lord Jabbar, fam? <laughs> like, you can't be mad, fam. Everybody's entitled to an opinion. That's true. That's true. But the thing is, nowadays, people, sp- you know, they'll, they'll throw out their opinion and then they'll follow it up with the facts. And then those who don't know... Be Take like, it as slander. Yeah. And it's like, not slander. Yeah, it's an opinion. There's no, You can't say facts on your opinion. It don't, it don't go. That's <laughs> not... That's not they, don't, they can't coincide. You can't have an opinion that's a fact. That's an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. And that's a fact. And that's a, that's fact. a fact. For real. For real. And we also started talking about, um, it was recently mentioned, you brought up Lord Jamar, and there was recent mentions that um, uh, Conway kind of second his notion that um, the hood really don't listen to Eminem. At all. You said one of your boys back in the days was telling you. Master P over Eminem. Was getting more plays in the hood than Eminem, even and, at the height. And I used to look at him crazy because yeah. I was really into like, Lyrical hip hop per yeah. se, and I'm like, you know what? Nowadays I look at it and it's like true. Like the homies wasn't listening to. Yeah, him. he wasn't lying. Yeah, like Despite nobody was. No Limit had an album every week, and pretty sure part at least they sold like two hundred fifty thousand copies out of each one of those. Yeah, albums. yeah. I mean, they, there was people on there that had no business rapping, but they still put that album out, and, bro. It, and it did something. Yeah. For sure. Yo, Whether it was a tax write-off of P or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yo, I, I get the concept of putting your people on and trying to set them in the right path. But you know, some of them cats... Really Maybe should have picked up a beat machine. I don't nah. <laughs> well, Shouts out to Beats by the Pound, though. All right. They, they have P. They have thing going. Yeah, they have P rocking for me. Dope, dope. All right, so we listened to um, we listened to It's All Good from the Retropolitan album. <laughs> Featuring Sky Zoo, I mean, well, featuring Sky Zoo, Sky Zoo and Pete Rock. You thought that was dope. You gave it the official thumbs up. Um, and uh, we got a little bit into all the other flavors, all the other talk that's going on around now. So with that, I think we're wrapping up this segment. And uh, we still got some more. Slug's still around. Magnamo's still around. I'm Old Head Ed. And this is still Bruise Beats and Eats. We're going to get into the Eats portion. Yeah. So what you eating on? Bruise Beats and Eats, the podcast. We have reached the Eats portion of the podcast. This is where we talk food. Now, we gave y'all a little bit of, a little bit of uh, info early on about food, um, uh, slugs, slugs infusion of... Uh, 
of THC, um, glycerin. That's what I was looking. I was looking for that word for glycerin tincture in the food, being able to incorporate it into the uh, the oils, and then preparing meals through that. Um, so at this point, we're nothing left to do but ask Slug. Slug, what's your favorite dish? Vegan pad thai. Vegan pad thai. Yeah. Break that down. How would you whip up something? As far well, as a vegan pad thai. Let's see. It takes um. You would need the rice noodles. Okay. Um. Tamari, peanut peanut butter. Uh. Peanut butter. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, but it makes sense though, cause I, I you go to a Thai spot and they got that peanut peanut dressing spicy peanut for the butter. for the salad. I didn't even think to. <laughs> yeah, it's like peanut butter and some sort of sweetener. It's like peanut butter and soy sauce, but you use tamari. Okay. And then um, forgot what they use to sweeten it. That makes the sauce, and then you have the um. You would have like um. Carrots, okay. Scallion, onion, and then you fry that like with the, the sauce. You first you fry the the vegetables, vegetables with the sauce. Then you put in the noodles. Okay. Let it sit in there, and then you put the sauce in with the noodles, and then you kind of like whip that up. Whip that, whip that up. Okay. And as far as your protein, what would you throw in there? As far as the protein. Um, Use tofu. Tofu. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what I use sometimes. So now the glycerin, you're including it in the the frying of the vegetables. No, I'd use um the oil. I'm sorry, the oil. Yeah, the oil. The oil in the frying of the vegetables. Right. It would be either like let's say um peanut oil or olive oil, whichever oil you coconut prefer. Oil. Coconut oil. Really? Okay. Yeah, well, mainly most of my infusions are with coconut oil. I was going to say that. I think coconut oil would pop with some pad thai, especially yeah. when you got the flavors. Right. Coconut oil for baking is so special, isn't it? Yeah, coconut oil for baking is like the best. See? Like, it's better than even like butter. Bro, yeah. I'm glad I you tell s- people that all the time. Like even people that aren't vegan, like use coconut, coconut oil to yeah, make your oil. baked goods. Yeah. It's and it leaves the bowl. Yo, check this. So I, I get down with these um, protein brownies. They're made by Kodiak. Send the check, Kodiak. <laughs> um, they're made by Kodiak. They're Kodiak cakes. They got pancakes, waffle mix, all that other stuff. They got muffin mix and whatnot. But they got these brownies, <clears throat> protein brownies. And uh, that's actually what I was doing. For I started off, I did it with butter the first batch. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I said, yo, I got this coconut oil. So I, I, I melted it down. I melted down the coconut oil, poured it in there. I like... I like Walnuts, I like a, a crunchy brownie, so I threw some walnuts in there, and then I tried to get fancy. It didn't work out the best with it, some uh, sugar-free caramel on top. Um, that was an experiment, um, and I still haven't kind of, kind of gotten my uh, my grip on that. But I say that to say that when um, I used the notice, the difference I noticed was that besides the taste, it tasted a lot better with the coconut oil, but I noticed that as I'm using um, the mixing bowl, I'm whipping it up in the mixing bowl, the coconut oil keeps everything from sticking to the, to the bowl. mixing bowl. Right, you could just take a spatula and just and roll you get it right all of off. It. Yeah, yeah. It just rolls right off. Yeah, yeah. I make my own noodles sometimes and it does the same thing. Like okay. It'll roll right off the bowl when you're making the dough. Dope, dope. So coconut oil be uh be the, the way to go when it comes to um baking, baking. whipping stuff up as far as baking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Making notes as we speak. It's your friend. 
Uh, <laughs> it is your friend. Trust in him. Um, so vegan and pad thai. Unsaturated fat. Okay. Even though it's a high content of fat, it's unsaturated. It's, it's a good for you, bro. It's good for you. It's a good fat. Energy. Yeah, yeah. Nice. They have this thing called MCT oil that you could take as a supplement too, and it's been made from coconut. That's for like people that are worried about their fat content yeah. and their okay. intake. And they also have real measures. So there's still ways around this, like most people if they you know instead of just completely cutting something off if you do your research if you know someone you you find out that there's other ways of getting around Damn, yeah dope that's dope uh speaking of brownies sweet tooth are you much of a sweet tooth i you know what not really okay but i tend to partake when i make things just to make sure they're good okay so I think I have a pretty good judge of what's good. At least to be able to, yeah, yeah. you know, before you put something out, you can yeah, say, I want to make say, sure it's good or I have somebody around that's like second my emotion or third, yeah, yeah. third opinion. For sure. Get that test kitchen. <laughs> get the test kitchen going for real. Dope, dope. So not big on sweets. Vegan pad thai, you get down. Um, besides you cooking, where's, someone, where's somewhere you'd go to enjoy a meal? Yeah, that's a good one. There's a few spots. Um, I'd say um, Things Vegetarian off Miramar Parkway, close to 441. That's one spot. Um, okay. What would you get while there? Uh, they have they have like variety. They never have like the same thing. Oh, so they switch it up? Yeah, they switch it up a lot. Okay. Like a changing menu. Yeah. Um, another spot that's kind of like that is Tree Line. I go there. And then um, I've gone to this other spot, Holly Kitchen. I don't know if you ever heard of them. H O L I Kitchen. Nah. They have like two spots. I think there's one in North Miami Beach, and then there's one in um. They just opened one like close to 79th Street on Biscayne. Okay. Okay. Real cool. So for the for the South Florida heads yeah. listening, there's a couple spots, a couple vegan options there. Um, one spot that I put um, my boy Raul on. Raw Productions, shout to you, um, was the Woodlands. Okay. It's up in, um, I don't know if that's considered Tamarack or Lauder Hill. It might be Lauder Hill. Okay. Space space called Woodlands. Indian cuisine. It's all oh, vegan. I really like Indian cuisine. And um, he, he, he stepped to me. He's like, yo, your podcast is changing lives. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, yo, we hit up that Woodlands place that you put us on to when we was listening to the podcast. And he's like, we've been there three times. And they, they live nowhere near Lauder Hill, That's but crazy. he said it's so good over there, and I was like, all right, well now it's it's my miss. I heard about it. I heard about it secondhand. I still haven't been there. Uh, uh, hey, each one teach one. Yeah, so yeah. now it's like I feel like it's so my it's duty. The Woodlands, the wood, yeah, Woodlands cuisine. Okay, we're gonna go there. So yeah, yeah, I say I say we do that. We we yeah. make this happen. We we link up do and that. we take a trip out there. Down. For Master. real, for Master. real, podcast is bringing people together. Whether it's over food, whether it's over music. Beers, brews, teas, whatever have you. With that, Slug, um, one last thing before we wrap up. You want to hit anybody with the uh, social media's accounts where they can find you, uh, where you do your Instagram, thing? Instagram, Cali underscore, Rasta underscore, Farmer underscore. That would be C-A-L-I underscore, R-A-S-T-A underscore, F-A-R-M-E-R. Um, That's the end of that. Yeah, no. yeah underscores. Y'all heard it. Early on, when I first started this podcast, I had the apotheosized X on there, and he said the underscore. The underscore is very important. You don't want to end up somewhere where you're not supposed to be. 
<laughs> and that's what happens. So the Cali underscore Rasta underscore Farmer. That's where you can find them. Um, man, I, this, this has been it's been a learning experience for me, and, and that's how I know that's a sign of a good podcast. Um, Definitely been a pleasure. Yeah, Slug. Thank you so much for opening up the house, the Casa de Slug. We're recording live out of Casa de Slug. And, uh, and yeah, it was a pleasure, man. I appreciate you sitting down with me, talking it up, and uh, getting into this. Magnamo, Magnamo in the house, came through. <laughs> Audience member, talking about it, a.k.a. alumni. So with that, you know what it is. This is Bruce Beats and Eats, the podcast. And there it is. Another episode of Brews, Beats, and Eats, the podcast. And as always, I'd like to thank my guest, Slug, a.k.a. the Cali Rasta Farmer, for taking the time, coming through, and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the guest, for tuning in yet another week. Make sure you keep up with me on Instagram at Brews, Beats, the letter N, Eats. Same goes for the Twitter. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Matter of fact, tell them I'm on iTunes now. So along with Spotify, the Anchor app, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, CastBox, and many others, I'm finally on iTunes. So no matter which platform you use to listen to this podcast, make sure you rate, comment, and subscribe. Like I said before, I'm Old Head Ed, and I'm signing out. Peace.